Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Locked up, ready to go. We're live and we're up. All right, let's go. I am so excited about this live. I just, I just, I can't. I got a bit of a headache from like crying, holding back tears, reading Patty's. I mean, I just, oh, this conversation today, I know it's going to be so, I mean, they're all amazing. All of our ability guests are amazing. I just think, you know, her whole story is just, it's everything, it's honestly, um, it's everything. But before we get into that, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm really good, actually. Thank you for asking. How are you? I'm good. Got a lot going <laughs> on. I'm oh, leaving for Greece tomorrow, so I... I mean, it's definitely a work trip. We're going to be working. I have our, our daughter who's, you know, been dealing straight up with a lot of anxiety and issues, um, you know, being at home and during the pandemic, she missed out on a lot of social skills and we really needed to do something really big in order to kind of get her out of her room, get her out of her shell. She used to be this child that was just so bright and happy. And the last couple of years have been so hard on her. And um, so I'm really excited to see her. She's been volunteering with Sea Turtles, working really hard, getting up every day, like five in the morning and working all day. And so there was a bit of an issue in trying to get her back home. And we want her to feel safe, obviously. So we're going to go there. We're going to be there for five days. Uh, we're going to uh, we're going to sightsee and tour her around. She's camping. It's definitely not luxury. Yes, you think she yeah. sent her to Greece. It, you know, it's not luxury. Um, she's doing some sightseeing, but we thought for her to go all the way there. And she's an old soul. Like she drinks tea. Like she's been drinking tea since she was like eight years old. You know, like she loves old tea sets and stuff. And she reads books like she just she reads all the books. So we're going to go and tour her around Athens for a couple of days. Um, but it's a lot. I'm not packed. I don't even know what I packing I'm not checking a suitcase with all the chaos at the oh, airport yeah. I don't even know if my luggage will get there so I'm doing a carry-on but anyway it's a lot but so exciting we just came off a meeting with our maintenance group we're trying to get our new book out like it's a lot going on there's a lot going on but what with that said we are not done we are not done that's what I want to talk about we have two solid weeks it hurts my heart when people start thanking us like we're done I'm like don't thank us yet we're not done yet <laughs> You know, or like people don't want to do personalizing the plan. I'm so excited to talk to Patty about that because, you know, she's been through the program a few times. So, um, hello, how are you? And uh, let's get right into week 11. Where are people at? How are they feeling? What's the conversation? So um, I think people are pretty nervous and I'm going to say that I was too in the first time. So I relate to that. So I really wanted to talk about that. Um, okay. I felt nervous. I felt like I didn't trust myself. Mm. I felt that, you know, when you say, oh, this is not doing, you know, what your own thing, this is doing all the things. I really didn't understand that, you know, and this okay. is why I kind of wanted to talk about this today. Okay. Um, I think that the whole idea of doing, you're doing all the things in this, in this uh, personalizing plan is really like, it's really about trusting yourself and really understanding that you've gone through the information. Like, you know, what the benefit of water is and how, you know, you know what I mean? Like I, I'm going back to basics, you know, yeah. you know, that you need water and you know that if you're in a day that you, you know, drop the ball on water, cause you're out, you're doing your thing. You know, that your body's wanting that water. 
this is kind of where my my mind is going. I get right? this. I I alone I have been so busy the last couple of days. My mouth is so dry. I can barely get words out. My tongue is on fire because I need yes. to water. So yeah, you know. Okay, yep. Carry it on. Happens. It happens. Even if like I'm used to drinking a certain amount, and then you know, for example, this weekend I did my deck, and I you know really worked my muscles by like bending this. Like I'm still a bit sore. Um, pl- plus being in the sun, you know, I drank my water but my body was like, you need more, you know? Anyways, my, my whole point about this is that we know where, where the benefits are. We know that there's a benefit to eating a high protein breakfast and why we know that, you know, these are just examples, you know, adding fat or protein to a carbohydrate, like a vegetable or a fruit snack, there's benefit to it. Right. Because it, it, it evens everything out. Right. So that's what you mean by do that. You know, all the things like what I want, people to know is that they can trust themselves because they've gone through this program. They've learned, this is really your own, this is what you end up with, you know, is your own kind of personalized plan for what works for you. You know? Um, so there's really, I know I get the nervousness because I was there and I feel that, but Mm -hmm. really you have to, it's all about trusting yourself. Yeah. It's all about trusting the fact that you have done the motions you know, you've gone through the program, you've learned how your body reacts to certain foods, how your body, you know what I mean? Different things, how your body communicates to you. Cause it can be different for everybody. You know what you need to do to lose weight. Exactly. So you really, what you're doing is all the things. So you're checking in with yourself. You're making sure I wrote a couple of things down. Cause I really, really wanted to like hit these points, you know, yeah. um, you want to go for foods that your body's asking for. So as an example, like for me, it, when I'm personalizing the plan, obviously you're, you're checking in at every meal and snack. Could I, should I, would I, you know what I mean? All these different things. And when it is time to choose something, that's when I open my fridge and I look around and I'm like, Hmm, I look at my oranges, you know, and I'm like, not really don't feel like the orange, you know, and I go through vegetables. Do I want cheese? Do I want whatever, you know? And that's really the thing. And then on the flip side, when I was working, because that was me at the beginning, when I first started, I would actually put different things in my lunchbox. So yeah. I would have like Good my nuts and then I would have like extra cheese. I like, you know, maybe to add to my fruit or maybe not to add to my fruit, you know, like just always kind of have a variety of things. And then I do the same thing that I would do at my fridge where I open my fridge, I open my lunchbox and I'm like, do I feel like my nuts now? Love this. You know, or whatever, or maybe, you know, yeah, I want the nuts, but I kind of want something else that's going to be more immediate. I want my, you know, half an apple or whatever the case may be. So then you do that combination of foods. You're really choosing the foods that you've been eating all along. And you're just, you're just becoming even more in tune with what your body is feeling and what your body's asking for, which you should be recognizing at this point, even if it's a slight recognition kind of this is where you really need to test your knowledge right oh, I love this because this is like say you're going away for the day and you're packing all the food that you were packing last week the week before the weeks before that and now you're just being more in the moment I'm checking in at breakfast knowing that higher protein is the focus checking in at that snack well you know what do I feel like do I feel like fruit or do I feel like veg sticks or I feel like nuts or I feel like you know what maybe I'll have a little bit of my lunch that I feel like what I have for lunch I want to have that for snack you know yes. and then when I get to lunchtime maybe I'll have the half of my lunch plus I'll have my, you know, whatever with it, like the biggest difference with personalizing the plan. And I love that you, like you acknowledge like that, you know, I just say, you know, 
you know, eat in tune to your body's needs. And I make it seem so easy, you know, and it's, it's a lot easier said than done. And I, you know, I've lost my weight, you know, 30 years ago. And that's why I love your perspective on everything, you know, and that the same thing goes with in between summers or in between groups. I'm like, I'm not worried about you. Well, that doesn't stop people from worrying about themselves. You know, the biggest, biggest takeaway for this week is that you don't have to force yourself to eat if you're not hungry. That's the biggest thing. And the, could I eat, you know, should I eat? Do I need to eat? So I need to eat is like, I'm hungry. I need something to eat, right? What is the best option available for me? What is the best option that's going to help me maximize my efforts, right? Could I eat is like, you know, I'm hungry. I'm not sure if I'm hungry. That's where those few token bites come in. If you're not sure if you're hungry and you need to eat, you know, and you could eat, I could eat a little something, something, then have a few bite token amounts of something, something, you know, should I eat means it's morning snack time. I didn't eat breakfast, so I should probably eat something now. Or, you know, it's the second afternoon snack time. I didn't have my first afternoon snack. It's been three and a half hours before I had lunch. I should probably eat. And then what I mean by snack size lunches and dinners means like, say, you know, I woke up, I wasn't so hungry for breakfast, so I skipped it. Now it's morning snack time. I'm a little bit hungrier for that. So I eat a little bit more. I'm heading into lunchtime. I'm not really all that hungry for it because I had a bigger snack or not that it was bigger, but I asked the four questions. I ate in tune to my body's needs. I ate to satisfaction and now it's lunchtime and I'm not all that hungry for it. So I can eat half the lunch, you know, or just a little bit, ask those four questions, have a few token bites of my lunch that I made. Or if I'm at home, I can make more of a snack size lunch. This is like getting in tune to the fact that your body's, and that's going to look different every day. One day you might have both afternoon snacks one day based on the timing of your lunch. And if you had it later and you're having an early dinner, you might not need any snacks. The next day you might wake up and you might only want one snack, right? So it's really getting in tune to your body's changing needs on a day-to-day basis, changing hunger levels, still still choosing from all the same foods you've been having on plan, still following the guidelines, still asking your four questions, still eating just enough so you walk away, you feel satisfied, not stop. So the biggest difference is that you don't have to eat when you're not hungry. So no longer have to eat those token amounts, a little bit more flexibility in terms of your food choices. And you no longer have to start thinking of a bigger lunch and a bigger dinner. So many times along the way, so many of you ask, can I skip dinner? I'm not hungry for it. Now you can skip dinner because if you're not hungry for it, chances are if you've eaten enough throughout the day, you're not going to need it. So say it's a day where you had breakfast, you had snack, you had lunch, you had afternoon snack, afternoon snack, and maybe your afternoon snack was a little on the bigger side and your whole day was pushed back a little later, you might not be hungry for dinner. You just might not. So this is where it has a lot more flexibility. But if your perception is that this, because people are like, well, I just can't be left up to my own. No one's on their own. You still have a lot of guidelines to follow. There's all the structure in the program, the process. So I think that's people's perception. And then I'll get people like already, well, do I have to do this week's tweet? Can I go back and do last week's or week four? And I'm just like, oh, so what you're saying is you just want to stop now. And then I'm like, why don't people want to have faith in this? Like, why would we steer you wrong now? Why would we fuck you up now after getting this far, you know, but it comes down to people not trusting us. It comes down to people not trusting themselves. And at some point you need to be able to trust yourself and why not test the waters now while you have us to help answer your questions? Yes. Yes. Uh, to all of it. I I feel like I had so much uh, in between that. Number one, I wanted to talk about maximizing your efforts. You did mention that at the beginning of this and you know how to maximize your efforts. So you know that 
Just like, you know, having your heavier carbs at lunch, for example, you know, if you're still looking to lose, you're going to not put your heavier carbs at dinner because you want to use that energy for the, you know, during the day, yeah. like you, you know, these rules, you know, what, what the not rules, but you know, what works for your body and what, yes. how to give your body what it needs. And really. what works for weight loss, because you've been yes. showing up every day and doing all of it. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm in a perspective where I very rarely was not hungry. I'm going to be honest very rarely was there a day that I was like, you know, there's a lot of people who are like, oh, I didn't really want to eat lunch or like, I'm not really feeling it. I, oh, I guess you're going to, I'm going to have just a token amount. I've never been that guy. Okay. Like really, I've always been the guy who's like, oh my God, what's the next meal or snack coming down the pipeline. And honestly, still now I feel the same way. Obviously, you know, my hunger levels change day to day with the amount that I need to be satisfied. Um, and very rarely do I have a time that I really don't feel hungry at all, but most of the time. And I think that that's, that's where the real fear is because you're like, I'm hungry all the time. So if I, uh, what my fear was just personally, and this could be, you know, relatable or not relatable is that I was like, I'm hungry all the time, you know, and I'm scared that like, it's like the nut butter conversation that we had last week. You know, I'm scared that I'm going to sit there and maybe think about the things I like. It's not about trust, not trusting us. I think people have trust in us. I think what the problem is that they don't have trust in themselves because I'm sitting there going, well, that nut butter on a spoon looks real nice to me, you know, where mm-hmm. that's when you have to trust yourself. But at the same time of trusting yourself, you have to apply the rules the, the, the guidelines, you know, for your body and how to lose weight. Yeah. Because you're still looking to lose weight, right? As long as you are still looking to look, so you may have reached your goal and we're going to break down maintenance next week. You still need to learn how to personalize your plan because you don't want to do weird shit and following a plan while you're trying to maintain your weight. So personalizing the plan is part of maintenance, but that's a whole separate conversation. Everybody else, we're assuming that you are still looking to lose weight because people will be like, well, what do I do this week? If I'm still looking to lose weight, follow the plan. Like what? What are you talking about? Wait, we're still, (laughs) yes, you're still, you're still. And I think that's where that intention is. Like you're still looking to lose weight. You want to wake up, set your intentions, make choices, continue to make choices that are going to fall in line with you reaching your goals, right? Like that's the thing. That's the thing that I think people forget. Yeah. I think people don't see that kind of fence still around them. It's like almost personalizing the plan. Like we've been Like for me, again, this is just my perspective. You know, I always wanted like a meal plan. If you just, you know, give me three months of meals, I'll just eat them. Will you tell me to eat a half a toast with an avocado? I'll eat half a toast with an avocado. You know what I mean? Like that was me because I'm like, I don't even know what to do. Um, So I didn't have trust in myself in general. So I almost treated the the program the first time around like like a meal plan almost. Like, Mm -hmm. I know, like, you know, I, I was very, obviously you didn't give me what exactly what I need to eat, but I followed kind of a plan, you know? So I think that that's where the fear comes from. But once you start doing, and once you start really realizing what your body needs, and once you really start putting that guard down and, and keeping in the forefront of your mind that you're still on a weight loss journey, this is not just, you know, go ahead and do your thing. Like, this is not what this is. You know, you're still on your weight loss journey. This is actually going to be a lot more effective of a tweak because you're actually giving your body what it needs. If it wants those nuts, it's very possible that it needs those good fats because of what you, the lack of the things you ate earlier in the day, or, you know, the needs for it because of high stress situations or whatever the case may be. Right. So you have to trust that your body 
is now communicating with you to tell you what it needs. So you have to trust that if you want those nuts, it's not because I'm just snacky and I want, you know, a bag of chips and I'm replacing with nuts. It's maybe because your body actually really wants those nuts. So have yeah. those nuts assess and keep kind of assessing as we go along through the yeah. week, right? Understanding cravings. If you crave carbs and sugar, you probably need more water. If you crave salty foods, you probably need more, need, need more good fat. So there's probably a reason why you're specifically craving those nuts other than the fact you just love nut butter. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's the difference. If you're scooping out the nut butter, you probably, probably love nut better. If you're into eating the nuts and the seeds because of nuts and seeds, you're probably craving the nuts and seeds. I had a massive aha moment when you talked about the meal plan. So I, this is why I don't do specific meal plans. We do a food plan with tons of flexibility to meet dietary needs, cultural needs, all that stuff. And people will be like, I just tell me what to eat. And I don't do that. I've got no interest in that because what do you fucking learn from that? Sure, you've lost the weight eating these meal plants, but then what? What have you learned? Like you've learned nothing. So it'll help you lose the weight. It won't do anything mentally to help you maintain that weight because you literally don't learn anything from that, you know? And that's a big part of this trust. Here's a bit of advice. And I'm not big sell, 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 do my program. In fact, at the end of this program, we're gonna teach you techniques to go on your own. If you don't wanna sign up for the group again, great. Go live your life, I'm happy for you. Whether it's maintenance or you wanna to continue to lose. We have lots of people who continue to do the program on their own, go on to be successful successful without having to sign up for another group. So this isn't that. However, if you have reached your maintenance goal and you are nervous about personalizing the plan and don't trust yourself, if you have, you know, lost a good chunk of weight and you need to continue your journey and you're nervous about uh, personalizing the plan, chances are you need to sign up again. Mm -hmm. You need to go through this process again. Yes. You will absolutely benefit from going through this process again, because it's a lot that you're learning. And I know it's a lot, and we just want to move our weight and lose our weight and move on from it already. But what you're investing in terms of that mind-body connection, understanding what your body needs when it comes to foods, how it's responding to certain foods, you know, strengthen that mind-body connection even more. There's no downside to, to putting time into that. Also, you've got to work through those habits and issues and associations. And if you're nervous about personalizing the plan when we're straight up telling you this is the next step you got some major issues you still got to work through and you're working through it and I don't mean that you got issues I mean you got issues that you're going to want to and need to work through and your belief system and massive fucking trust issues with yourself and how are you going to live a life stress-free not stressing about what you're going to eat and when physically and mentally if you don't trust yourself like it's so huge and you know that that is another just good reason even if you've lost all your weight to report repeat the process process again in order to work through all those issues and associations to strengthen that mind-body connection to get a great sense of what your body needs to give it more time you know what I mean so and I just that massive aha moment when you talked about that meal planning right like that's why we don't do that well this is finally and forever right like dealing with yeah. our issues and associations this is what finally forever is and that's what diets are really lacking is working through all that bullshit that we've all been thinking and, you know, negative self-talk and like all the diets that we've gone through battling that already is like, I have shivers. I like, honestly, battling that is already a huge, it's a huge feat. You know what I mean? So yeah, I agree with you. If you are nervous, that means that you probably have your issues and associations and you really should. There is a huge benefit yeah. The and I yeah. don't care if you've only had 10 pounds to lose or 110, yes. or 110 pounds to lose. I, I want to bring Patty on um, before I, because she's got that typical story, weight issues as a kid, did Weight Watchers when she was 10. Oh my God. It's, it's like, this so is going to resonate. 
And I want to talk to you because talk about, you know, she's gained and lost. I think she says in here, she's gained and lost a hundred pounds. Like, I don't know how many times she specifically said that at least 10 times she has lost and regained a hundred pounds, at least 10 times. What does that effing do for your belief system about your ability to like, yes, she knows she can lose it. But what about maintaining it? And, you know, what's the difference this time? And this is where really working through your issues and your associations, you know, is so going to come in handy. Before we do, though, I want to just talk and we'll have the, we'll can do the, as soon as we get her in here, we'll talk about personalizing the plan with her too, because this is her fourth group that she's done. So she's got an experience in it. So I want to talk to her about that. And then we'll get into the nitty gritty of her story, but just in a nutshell, your tips for tips for people for personalizing the plan this week. Yeah, well, number one, trust yourself. I know that that was kind of the theme in our conversation. Honestly, yeah. trust yourself. Yeah. Understand that, you know, you've gone through the motions and you're you're on the right track. I mean, you're there, you know, like just trust yourself and keep going and really just work with it and have fun with it. Yeah. And, you know, don't be afraid that if, you know, you're personalizing the plan is similar to like, for example, the basic food plan or the week nine or like whatever the case may be. Make sure that you're really, really working on it with the knowledge that you have and really maximizing your effort. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then, and then definitely check in with yourself and really keep, I know that those four questions is like my biggest theme in, in uh, tea time, you know? Um, but if you really feel like you don't have that connection, when you open your fridge and you're like, what do I want? What do I want? Once you've assessed your hunger levels, because First of all, you just shouldn't even look for what you want until you have assessed your hunger levels, yeah, right? Like yeah. you don't want to go in being like, I want nuts. I want nuts. That's more of a craving. I'm talking about like, should I eat? Yes. Could I eat? Yes. Okay. Now open the fridge and see what yeah. your body wants, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah. So just, just trust that, you know, you have that connection with your body. And if you feel like it's still very um, faint that connection, then keep asking yourself those four questions when it comes to satisfaction. And also when it comes to listening to your body and not ignoring it, we're all very busy and it's very easy to ignore our bodies. Very easy. I've been doing it for almost 40 years. I was going to say we've created a habit of not listening. Yeah. You know, so, so it takes time. It takes time to get back to that. You know, like think about Patty up and down, up and down, like imagine how how skewed that relationship is already, right? With her body and like how that communication is really, really, you know, cut off, right? So just if you if you don't have that communication, that's okay. That's okay. You just need to keep working on it. Ask those four questions and trust yourself. That would I love be that. I love that. And not, and not like to your point, not be robotic. Like you, what, what, how you're eating when you're eating in tune to your body's needs may very well look like the original food plan may look like, you know, the higher protein. It may, it may look like a variety of different, you know, um, phases in the group. That's okay. If what, how you're eating this week feels like how you ate last week and looks like it, that's okay. But what you don't want to do is like, I'm just going to do this, be robotic follow some plan and not even give it any thought like that's, that's right that's 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 the difference here okay i'm gonna bring her on because let me see yeah. if I, can get I have to say when she was a live loser spotlight i i always read them first because i received them and i read it when i was doing a bath and i was like david come in here and i'm just crying in the bathtub reading patty's story her story is just all the feels all the yeah. feel. I um I, I you know I obviously read them um just sort of in glancing and I do a quick glance. I'm a bit of a speed reader and I'll read through, but when I whenever I speed read, I'm not really reading for emotions. And um, you know, when I sat down just right before this, I like to ask Sonia, I was like, Sonia, oh my god, Sonia, oh my god, did you hear this? Oh my god. Oh, and I was so angry at the Weight Watchers part, like when she talks about her her free lifetime membership was stripped from my living 11. 
little 11 year old hands. Oh, I'm like, said to Sonia, I'm so angry right now. I'm so angry right now. Like all the feels in that. Anyway, let's get her on. Uh, let's hear from her. Um, she's so delightful in the, in the lives every day. So engaged. Um, talk about a whole vibe. Um, I follow her over on Instagram and these like memes that she <laughs> So hilarious. <laughs> you know, and then you read her story. And I think of Patty as this bright light, full of life and energy. And she's a tortured soul, man. She's been a tortured soul. And I just, it's like you put, you put her persona together with who she is, like her vibe on the lives and what she's posting on Insta. And then there she is. Hello. Hi, Hi. Patty. Hi. I feel like I'm on the view. <laughs> I don't know who I'm going to be. I'm not going to guess. Just throwing it out there. You don't guess either, Gina. I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> I don't even know if I've ever watched The View, but <laughs> I was going to say meet the press, but then I thought I'm so old, nobody will even know what that is. I'm right there with you, girl. I'm right there with you. You're 52. I'm, I'm closing in on 50. This is my 53. Well, okay. 53. Yeah. This is my, I'm closing yeah. in on, uh, I'm closing in on 50. It's my last year of, of 49, which I spent in the hospital this year. Yay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, holy, hopefully. so glad you're feeling better, Gina. It's oh. just, I have to tell you, I have to pull myself together because you guys are started talking about that Weight Watcher stuff. And I'm like, don't lose your cool. Don't lose your cool. <laughs> yeah. We're going to lose our cool probably. <laughs> and, and I, I also have to tell cool. you, the only thing I'm nervous about is like, I'm seriously, I'm trying to get right with the Lord, but I cuss a lot ah. and I'm like trying to keep my P's and Q's together. And I also ugly cry a lot, like not like gentle lady, like tears. They're like full on, like ugly cry. So I've got my Kleenex, but I'm going to just beg your forgiveness before that i think before i've already dropped at least four f-bombs since we started <laughs> crying i'm telling you you're gonna fit right yes. in cussing and crying is what we do best yes. around here and technical and in good company yeah yeah <laughs> you know you see me on the lives you've seen me on the lives i do i do i know the ugly cry well that's why i'm like i, I say nothing I'm like yeah because I, I know what's happening next. If I go there, it's the ugliest ass cry on the planet. So I'm all about that. We're all about, you know, I think a lot of us, um, we have our feels and our thoughts that we all really hold inside. And when it comes to weight loss, we talk a lot about dieting and weight loss, but we don't really share our really internal feels about that. And I think that when we have the opportunity to do that, it's a really eye-opening experience. And I think that's what the people watching, when they get so much out of it, because they feel that too, is that you don't even really realize how much you're, it's affecting you, right? Like you I agree, really don't I agree. realize. Yeah. Um, and my friend, my friend, Carol, who's watching and is a Livy loser, she always tells me that it, you, you cry when you feel safe. Yeah. And without a doubt, this is the most safe community. I'm going to cry now. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to cry, girl. <laughs> I've ever been a part of. And like, if like, I share a lot of fluff on Instagram, but yeah. I don't share, like, I'm always in awe of people like Rebecca and Joanna and all those people who, you know, they've got their charts and their graphs. And, and I'm like, I shared my graph once and I screenshotted it like 27 times so I could make sure no one could unedit my weight, you know, like, and other people are out there just saying, here's how big I am. Here's how much I have to lose. And I'm like, I don't do any of that because my entire 
life has been filled with shame and guilt. Yeah. Um, here we go. <laughs> um, and so for me to share anything, like writing out that Livy Loser Spotlight last group, oh Jesus, Patty, <laughs> was by far the, it was 10 times harder for me than this because this is just me talking. But to actually sit and put pen to paper and get those feelings out and share some of those traumatic experiences yeah. is just, it's unheard of for me, unless you're one of the people that are like, you know, super duper close to me. Um, I don't share those things because I, I have lived my whole life in a marginalized body and I'm constantly trying to kind of stay safe, yeah. you know, and this community, like I go on about it a lot, but it is just Barn on the safest, most comforting, most fulfilling space I've ever been a part of. Yeah. And I'll always be grateful for that. You know, um, this was very hard to read. And I was just thinking to myself, everybody needs to read this. Like, really, like, what can I do to shed it from the rooftops to get people to read this and then watch the segment if they don't watch it after the fact? You know, um, I may sit up here all, you know, skinny and pretty and all those things. It's all smoke and mirrors, <laughs> by the way. Um, but the reason why this group is a safe space is because I also have dealt with my own issues in the past. And I just fuck that shit. I am at an age now. I don't want to deal with it. And I am pretty crazy pants and have been pretty crazy pants about making sure this was a safe, positive space, um, not only for our members, but also for, um, you know, our team. And I know what it takes like to share this kind of thing. And the last thing I want is for you to take the time today and share and have one person say one thing that's just icky and gross, like they're out. And, and I've had people. I'm ready I've, for them. I'm yeah, and we don't, you won't have to be ready for them because they're just yeah. not, it's not necessary to deal with them. And, you know, sometimes people have criticized my crazy pantsness with kick, kicking people out, but there's no reason why anything can't be said and said with love and with kindness. And we're exactly. all humans trying to wake up and live our best lives. And some of us yeah. have more shit to deal with than others. And so that's what it's all about. We don't have tolerance right from the fact of um, customer service. If someone reaches out and inquires about the program and they're an asshole to my team, you don't even get a chance to come in. And I don't care how much fucking money we miss out on. It's conversations like this for the people who are here for the right reasons. These conversations are, as you know, they're life-changing for people. Like just reading this is going to be life-changing for members in the group. I just, I just know it. I, I just know it. I, I think that every single person on our team, and Anna would probably agree, needs to read this to be reminded of, and all the tea time shares and all of our spotlights, reminded of why we do what we do. And it's, it's not the losing weight. It's not to lose weight. You've done that 10 times over. You've lost hundred pounds. You know, you yeah. can lose weight. The goal for you isn't to lose weight. The goal for you is to lose weight in a way where you get to move on with the rest of your life and exactly. never worry about it again, you know, and, that and that's never been something that's even on the horizon for me. I was, I was listening a couple of weeks ago, um, when you asked, um, Christy, was it Christy, that you asked her end game and she went on to tell you her end game. And I was just saying to my friend Elia yesterday, the end game isn't something I can envision mm. because I have never gotten that far. I mean, you see me, I'm not close to my goal weight. And 
people always come into my Instagram and they're like, you've lost 130 pounds. You must be so close. And I'm like, no, <laughs> you know, like, I got a long journey ahead of me and I'm in the forest looking for the road that leads to the tunnel where there's a light. You know, I'm still in that forest. I can't envision what it would be like to get to the end or to even see the end. But one thing I will tell you unequivocally is that I will get to the end. I will cross that finish line and there is no turning back. There is no quitting. There is no walking away. I am here until, as I often say, I either get kicked out for talking too much <laughs> or <laughs> until I reach my finally and forever because never have I gotten this far without, you know, I've always, I get to the hundred pound mark and life gets a little bit easier, right? Your clothes fit better. You're a little less in your shell. I'm going to drown in my own tears and snot here. Um, but right now, right now, I feel like I'm just getting started. Like things are clicking for me things are moving and all of a sudden not all of a sudden for the last nine months I felt like okay this is it this is the program that was written for me and people like me mm -hmm. who have no clue how to take a diet and transition it to a lifestyle yeah you know, I'm all about the diet. Sign me up for Weight Watcher. Sign me up for Top. Sign me up for, you know, so fat, low fat, no fat, whatever. Give me a diet and I'll do it. Like Anna said, right? Tell me what to eat and I'll eat it. But tell me also how to consider what I want, how to consider what I need, how to turn that diet into something that is achievable, obtainable, and sustainable. And that you know has what, never been on my table before. Do you want to know why? Because you don't need a goal weight. You need to reach a goal mind. Exactly. Exactly. Right? I need to be able to see in my head that even though I know I can do this and I am going to do it, how that's going to happen is a complete mystery to me. Yeah, you're but you're, every group it gets easier and easier, yeah. you know. You are doing it. And I think what's happening now is we talk a lot about belief system. You you believe you can get there, you believe you can drop hundred pounds. You've done it absolutely, absolutely. What's happening now, and what's so amazing about your perspective on it and your your faith in it is that you're in uncharted waters. But rather than going back and being stuck on that belief system, all of your hard work showing up and all the skills that you're acquiring are keeping you moving forward. You know, you just Absolutely. don't know. And I think if you're focusing on your goal weight, that might be the issue because you need to focus on the goal mind. And if you focus I, on the goal mind, the weight is going to come. I haven't even got a clue what my goal weight would be yeah. because I can't, I've never lived my life since the age of 10. I reached my goal weight when I was 10 years old. I've dieted a bazillion times since I was 10. I have never once reached my goal weight. Yeah. And that in and of itself says a lot. It says a lot about the toxic diet industry and the toxic mentality that I've filled my head with. Yeah. Because, you know, like I said, I'll get to the hundred pound mark and I'll walk away. And the last time I was, you know, when I was in grade six, 
I was five foot nine, which is the same height I am now. And size 10, I've been a tall, big girl since I was in grade six and seven. I don't know what it's like to weigh less than 150 pounds. I weighed 150 pounds in grade seven, you know, grade eight, I guess. And that in my mind, I think to myself, maybe that's my goal weight, but I have no clue. It could be, you know, 160 ones. I don't know. And as I get closer, I'll think about that. But to me, even thinking that way is just a form almost of future tripping and, and planting seeds for self-sabotage. Because when I think about that, I think, holy shit, I'm going to be 847. Yeah. You know, like literally there'll be nobody left except, you know, I don't mean, you know? yeah, and you're also constantly, you're never there and you're the pursuit and you're, it's like, you're waiting your whole life and working so hard your whole life to, to get somewhere. Do you know, like, it's just like, you're never enough Yes, where you're at. And then I would imagine that factors in a lot with self-love. Like you can, you should love yourself no matter what size you are in the moment. And that should be enough. And the pursuit of change is one thing, but I think because you started at such a young, I just want to, I want to read this if, if I can get through it without fucking crying. Um, I've essentially been overweight since grade four. I attended my first Weight Watchers meeting with my mom at the age of 10 after begging my parents for weeks to let me join. There was no youth program at the time. So my mom told, was told to give me fish sticks. So for three months, I literally ate fish sticks every night of the week. I lost 25 pounds. I was given the gift of a free lifetime membership. Not only that, for our graduation ceremony, I was presented with a little pin and my picture was even in the newspaper the next day with a dozen or so other women, most of whom were well into their 50s and 60s who had reached their goal weight. This was the start of what I refer to as my professional dieting career. I don't know if I can read the rest. Sadly, or I'll just get really angry. Um, sadly, my free lifetime membership was stripped away from my 11-year-old hands, my little 11-year-old hands, when I started eating real food again and I gained more than 10 pounds back. But never, never fear, fear. Weight, Watchers, weight Watchers let me join their program over and over and over again. Your whole life has been defined by dieting and never being enough. You, you were enough for a hot second and then you took that away. Like what does a fucking like, you know, who doesn't like to be, this is, I mean, people might not get it, the younger generation, but when you were featured in the local paper, when you were young, that was a big fucking deal. You just thought like, oh my God, yeah. I am the celebrity <laughs> yes. of my little town. Do you know what I mean? I remember I was in there once for Rake and Leaves. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought, look at me. Or yes. when I was on the baseball yeah. team, right? And I, I, they used to do the, the baseball team roundup. And I, if I hit a home run that day, like you waited for the paper and you cut it out and you saved yeah. it. So this That's is right. that, yeah. a very yeah. defining moment for you where you had done it and you've achieved this goal. And then your words of it being stripped away. And then to do that over and over and over over to be successful in losing like what only people would dream of weight loss wise and then have it stripped away and then having the whole diet industry making it your fault that you couldn't sustain it that you couldn't maintain it it's so fucked up yeah. like how you are still standing to this day and the fact that you are back and giving it another shot first of all i am so humbled and honored 
that we're he- sitting here talking with you today. Like, honestly, like, you know, I just, it's well, so defining. I read that because I really want people to understand the magnitude of what everybody is dealing with. You know, a lot of people have a very similar story, you know, and it's just, it's so unfair. It's so fucked up. You know, you have done nothing but persevered and crushed it time and time again. And you are still fucking standing and still working at it. Like that's only, that's aspirational. You know, if you would have done that at anything else in your life, you entrepreneur, you know, where you tried to work hard and then, you know, got a no and you kept going, you'd be honored, you know, like, honored in this and yet there's such a it's such an alone and a life isolating journey you know because yeah very much so yeah Yeah. and it was it was I I don't know I mean I remember the woman who's who took that pin away from me her name was Wanda she had this big bouffant hairdo I remember her she was like 828 years old so she's probably passed on to somewhere where weight washers leaders go when they die but lucky like, thing because i'd love to find her anyway yeah so I, like I can't, I, I can't tell you the number of times i think to myself what i would like to say to her and i know she was just doing her job but she was not kind about it the shame that went with it and like the 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 concept that you've got this little kid no problem taking mother's money, but you have no program designed for children, no program designed for youth. My mom said, I can't get her to eat boiled chicken, which was what all the ladies were eating back in 1979 was boiled chicken or poached fish. Yeah. And the lady said, well, does she like chicken? You know, she, will she eat fish sticks? Yes. So every day for lunch, I had two fish sticks every day for dinner. I had three fish sticks for three months. And yet, you don't offer any support. They didn't have, you know, they had their lifetime membership, but it was literally, you just followed the same diet. I think, you know, no problem taking your money, no problem encouraging you to join their group when they don't have a program for you, but then absolutely no support or empathy when you put back on that weight, you know, and it was a defining moment. I think for me, the the, you know, I was so upset. I didn't realize they were going to take my pin back. And I was confident I was the only person in grade four that had a diamond. So you can imagine how horrible it was that I had to get rid of or give my diamond pin back because it had a little tiny diamond chip in it. Right. And it was, it was traumatic, but I think just Weight Watchers aside, I think that society just wasn't in a place back then where, like, I look at the way my mother dieted, her entire life, my mother dieted, my father dieted his whole entire life. And they both died of massive heart attacks, very overweight. And that, when they passed away at the time, it was a wake up call to me. And I was able to throw myself into a diet immediately after my mother died. That's when I went to see Dr. Wharton. And I was a hot piece of mess when I walked into his office because it was literally like five days after my mom had died. And I almost thought about canceling the appointment, but my mom, I had told my mom that I was going to see him and she was excited for me, I think from the standpoint that maybe he could help. And um, he said, you know, he took, he took five minutes with me and he said, you're too emotional. I can't recommend that you have weight loss surgery. And I'm like, weight loss surgery? Like, what are you talking about? I was here because I thought you had a program I could follow. And he basically said, yes, but you're going to follow a program so you can lose X number of pounds and then have bariatric surgery. 
Mm. And I'm like, I, that's not what I thought this was about. And he offered no other options for me. Yeah. He's just like, okay, well, come back in a month and we'll give you an ECG or whatever test, stress test, whatever. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. I make a lot of shit up, but <laughs> you know, like, I don't know what he was give, give me some tests sort of and he said you're you know your blood pressure is 190 over 140 because I had just finished having a nervous breakdown in his office yeah so you know I drove home got this blood pressure medication and that was it that was the end of I went back a couple of times and had that stress test that was the end of my relationship with him I just was done and then after that is when I went through a very long period of almost 10 years I tried diets here and there, but I just could not. I was so devastated by the loss of my parents. This is the ugly cry <laughs> that yeah. I couldn't pull myself out of it. And I literally was just doing what I had to do to exist. Surviving. I, I, yeah. And, you know, I would go to work every day and Alia, my coworker and beautiful, one of my beautiful best friends here, who's also a Livy loser and her sister Elizabeth now, you know, they're, um, we would start diets periodically um, and nothing really ever stuck because I just wasn't that committed. I couldn't dig deep enough to get back into the swing of things. And my life is comfortable, right? I, I live with my, my partner, who's also my boss. Um, I've had the same job for 30 years. Um, I've got a very small, close circle of friends and family who are fabulous and who made life for me easier. They, they didn't, and I, like, I, in no way, shape or form, am suggesting that they should have done anything different. Your friends are your friends and you love them unconditionally. But it's like nobody was saying to me, get your head out of your ass and fix yourself. You know, my partner is an incredibly supportive person and just does whatever he thinks makes me happy. And my parents, my, my mother and father would have said to me, get your head out of your ass. My father on, you know, because both my parents grew up thin and gained weight later, like after they got married and my mom, after she had kids and my dad in his thirties, my dad was really athletic when he was younger. So he knew what it was like to be athletic and, and, and active. And he didn't want the same for me. You know, he was always after me about that more so than my mom. And they would have slapped me and said, come on, get with the program here. You've got to fix this. But it was, my life was just so comfortable that I literally just sat parked there for 10 years without really making any progress. I'd lose a bit of weight and then I'd put it back on plus more and more and more. And then the next thing you know, the pandemic hit and my partner is, is medically compromised. So we are literally still in isolation. I feel like I'm the only person in Canada who hasn't set foot in a grocery store, a hairdresser, a dentist, like I bought my teeth cleaning tools from Amazon because we're literally not going anywhere except for some hospital appointments for him. And everybody's getting back into the swing of things. And I'm just still sitting here like, you know, this is traumatic, right? Yeah. And I decided at, in 2020 at Christmas time, I thought, okay, this is it. I either have to learn to love myself the way I am 
because I was not loving myself or make some radical changes that need to stick. Take your pick. You can either wallow and just succumb to this and let whatever happens happen, or you can rise to the challenge or try to rise to the challenge and do something about it. So I decided, and I had no other option than to rejoin Weight Watchers because I had tried Noom and that was a disaster. Yeah. I had tried everything out there that I thought there was. And I swear to God, it was, I started Weight Watchers January 1st and I was doing, or January 10th, I was doing okay. But I think, and I mentioned this in my bio, I was like completely unhinged when it came to eating. I would eat diet jello and cup of soup and anything that you can think of that's horrific for you. And then I would, you know, have something luscious and sweet and decadent with the, all my points that I had left, right? It was like this challenge. And like, I forget how many points I got, but I think it was like 35. And on average, I would eat 14 a day. So I'm eating 14 points worth of food a day and I'm losing weight, right? I'm doing great. And then every morning I'm in the shower thinking, I think I'm going to pass out because I was getting no nutrients whatsoever. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And on April 25th, I was literally, this sounds so pathetic, but I was scrolling through Facebook, eating an Easter cream egg for lunch. Mm. And I saw an ad for your program. And somebody mentioned something about nutrition in one of the comments. And I thought, oh, this lady talks about nutrition. She's 60, at the time it was 60 bucks. Hit the light, like hit the link to click through, signed up and thought, I don't know what I'm doing, you know? And the program started the next day. And I would sit there and I would watch the lives eating diet jello, thinking this is amazing advice for everybody else, but not for me, because I'm different. I have a lot to lose. I need to do it quickly because apparently I'm going somewhere like in the middle of a pandemic. I don't know what I was expecting, but, you know, I wanted to get this weight off and I wanted to get it off quickly because I needed to get it off quickly so that I could be healthier. And I lived that life as a hybrid living loser for a couple of months. It was a good six to eight weeks, I think, before I finally heard you saying, put the damn measuring cups down. We don't effing weigh and measure our food. And you were yelling, right? Like you were yelling that at the screen. And I was making my salad in the kitchen at lunch. 
And I just thought to myself, okay, now's the time. And it was traumatic. Yeah. All I can still envision it. I'm putting that salad dressing on and I'm like, like 25 calories, 50 calories. Like, like, how do I know what, how do I know what I've just eaten? Yeah. You know? And I was petrified. I was shaking. I was crying. And the next day on the live, I told that story and you picked up that comment and you lectured me, but in a good way, in a, in a, a kind, kind, supportive way. And, and were applauding me basically for doing the right thing. And ever since then, I haven't weighed or measured. The only thing I'm on a low sodium diet for health, per, like for medication reasons. So I do have to mind my sodium. Yeah, and sometimes I find that's hard because it makes me look at the back of a bottle for the macros and stuff. Right. And I'm like, Oh my God, you know, like hemp, like I can't get over how many calories are in hemp parts, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, and nut butter, you know, and I'm like, Oh my God, like, this is traumatic. But yeah. sooner or later you just know. And like, I can eat that stupid bowl of yogurt in the morning and not be hungry until lunch because it's got so much good stuff in it, right? You've got nut butter and hemp parts and things that actually nourish you. Instead of eating lime diet yellow and cream egg, and all of a sudden I'm not passing out or wanting to pass out in the shower, you know? Like it's just this completely miraculous transformation from somebody who has always been, a hell, been afraid of healthy food because they're, you know, I hate to even use the word calorie dense, but that can be calorie dense, you know? Yeah. I but, mean, Patty, we've all heard of your patty bowl and none of us oh do the, the, you know, your, your whole experience has been very traumatic and very much tied to your weight and weight loss, right? Like it's, it's been very traumatic. And so no doubt you are being challenged to work through a lot of traumatic experiences. And, you know, I always say there are people who are afraid to eat carrots and nuts and all those things. And, you know, we look at you and we see your nut, you know, everyone's so inspired by your, your patty bowl of, you know, your yogurt and your nut butter and all that. But the story that, you know, that precedes it to get you to a place to be able to eat that and enjoy it is like, holy fucking shit balls. Like it's you know been a mean? journey for sure. Yeah. For sure. It's a lot of unlearning to do a lot of un, un, un toxic unlearning, I think is, is the way I would best describe it because it is, it is toxic. I think anybody who dieted through the eighties yeah. and nineties has yeah. Uh, PTSD I use that term loosely obviously yeah. but you know they're scarred emotionally from what it did to you do I eat fat do I not can I eat an avocado you know like I still remember that line there our bodies don't make fat so they only store what you eat right yeah. Susan Powder said that and so I'm like I'm gonna eat this avocado and it's gonna show up in my hips like yeah. I you know like I can see this you know but you gradually you work through it. And, you know, this is my fourth program. I'm signed up for the fifth, obviously. And every single group I join has a different focus and a different perspective and a different lesson that's been learned. And it just, the, the base of what I learned in my first group just keeps growing and growing and growing and expanding and, and so much more confidence about my ability to even finish you know, the first group, I was here for 91 days, I was going to lose like, you know, 175 pounds in 91 days, you know, like, that's like, ridiculous expectations, right? But you, 
you learn. And I always think that people who are on a longer journey like myself, I think coming back and doing it again and again and again is a fabulous idea. Mm-hmm. Even though you say, you know, lose your weight and get the hell out, yeah. that it's fabulous to come back and cement what you've learned in the present group and then expand that and grow that knowledge and that confidence and that self-awareness. You know, if you would have told me a year ago, I'd high five myself in the morning, like what, you know, like, I mean, I can't even, I barely look in the mirror now, you know, and like, I high five myself in the morning and say, good job. And you know, or that you're inspiring so many people along the way on your journey. Well, that is, that blows my mind that I would, because I'm a hot mess. Anybody that knows me well knows I'm just like, you know, you, if you're in my, you know, closer circle and you get one of those texts in the morning, like that 815 text that says like, for F sakes, I hate the scale. I'm going to throw the scale out the window. And then it's like a, okay, now I can get on with my day. I vented my frustration. And like, the third group, the January group was brutal for me. It was like, I always think to myself for the first group, I just was a hot mess for the second group. I was completely on point with my eating. I had two indulgences, planned indulgences, the entire 91 days. That was it. One of them was Thanksgiving dinner where I ate a potato at dinner instead of lunch. You know, like I was focused and on target. My third group, I was, I was doing like, I hurt my knee really, really badly on July, July 29th, 2021. Right. So it has been like a recovery process for me too. But I, I signed up for like supported yoga and, and modified exercise programs on, on, um, that I found on Instagram and all this stuff. So I'm doing all these things and the scale is just not moving. And Granted, I've lost a hundred pounds in the last nine months and I'm pissed off because the scale only gave me an 11 pound loss over the course of three months. And I came downstairs one morning and I had a complete breakdown. And my partner said to me, you know, like stop and look at what you've done. He said, this is like when you go and you win the world series at a baseball game you win the world series, you go back to spring training and you regroup, you rest, you regroup, you plan how you're, you know, your comeback, right? You're how you're going to come back and win again. And maybe even a three P that's what you're doing right now. You're regrouping, you're regenerating, you're resting, and you're doing all the right things. You're giving your body what it needs. You're getting more sleep. You're getting exercise. I'm, I ordered like $700 worth of walking, like running shoes with like a bust knee, but I was like, I'm going to go and I'm going to walk every day, even though it's the middle of winter. And, you know, he's like, maybe we'll walk inside until the ice melts, you know, like, (laughs) you know, like all these things. And it was the hardest group that I have done to date, but I will tell you one thing that group gave me the backbone that I need to get through the rest of my journey. Because if I can learn patience and perseverance and um, just understand that there's a longevity to this process, that it's going to take me a long time to get where I need to be. And honestly, the longer it takes me, the better off I am because it's 
it's so much more sustainable, right? Like I can go off kilter now a little bit and I can, you know, the scale will go up a little bit, but it always comes back down, yeah. you know, and that's because I've taken time to get where I'm supposed to be. And I'm, even though I hated that group so much when I was in the midst of it, it is by far the most valuable group that I've done, I think, because it set me up for success. Yeah. If I can do that group, if I can, if I can do all the things and lose 11 pounds and not walk away, then I'm, I'm okay. I'll coast along and however long it takes me is however long it takes me. You know, I'm going to have faith in myself. You're being challenged in that group in all, probably all the ways and all the ways that you needed. And I find it interesting. You're trying to do all the things you're trying to control it Buy the running shoes, sign up for this, do that, do that. It's not that it's this, you needed some time with this, you know, that's, I know you're not talking about that, but I know very well, that's what you were dealing with that whole time. I I think that that's huge too, because all of a sudden I'm down a hundred pounds and how do, how do you cope with that? Because for somebody who has always used food as an emotional crutch, whether it be happy, sad, celebratory, whatever food is there for me, right? Food is always there. And so all of a sudden I'm like, okay, this is the point in time where I would walk away. And because things were getting easier for me, life was getting easier for me. This is where I would walk away yeah. and I would regain that weight, yeah. but I'm not doing that now. So what do I do? Yeah. You know, like what fills my day, you know? And, and that was exactly like you said, Gina, that was what I needed to set me up, to let my mind deal with it and, and open up the doors for possibilities in the future and the whole kit and caboodle. It sounds a little bit dramatic, right? But I needed that. I needed that to solidify my loss that I had had so far and the ability, I think in my mind to let me know that I can keep chugging along and I can do these hard things. Yeah. Yeah, life threw at you the challenges that you needed to know that you can do this. And I think that's the difference is, you know, you may not have a vision for your finally and forever, but you know, at this point that you can do this, you've, you've gone past the point where you always get to, and that's, what's so exciting. And it's like, you, you didn't fall back, you know, you kept moving forward. Like that's, I don't think you maybe not understand really like the, what it really takes to do that when so many people, they do quit and when they don't get the results that they want, when they want it, they don't want to deal with the big feels. Like there's a lot you've got to work with from a very long and you know, trauma- traumatizing past in history when it comes to your relationship with yourself, relationship with food, you know, relationship with your weight and all of that. And it's, it's a lot and it's, it's so huge. And I have no doubt that you're going to get there because you talk like a person who's done the work and who's doing the work that you need to do to get there. Like, it's not a joke. Like the goal isn't weight loss. How many times have you reached your weight loss goals? That's not it. The goal is losing weight in a way that you get to live a life and not have to think about losing weight where you're healthy, where you're in tune and where your weight is easily to easily maintain. That's the goal. And with that, you have to bust through habits and issues and associations and a whole way of living and your friggin' belief system 
Do you know what I mean? Like it's a exactly. lot of fucking work. It's a lot of fucking yeah. work, but it's worth doing. Can I ask you? Because I know we we got to do get going, and I I think we could talk to you fucking for days. Um, <laughs> what's your biggest takeaway? Like, what's what are you most proud of learning over the last course of the last you know year of your life? I think honestly, it's just the fact that this is obtainable that I never joined this group with the concept that I would reach my goal weight Mm. and somewhere along the line that's I mean obviously that's your goal but I I don't think I ever believed it Mm. and I think I have just come to the realization that this is it this is my aha moment this is my season I always tell people you know there are seasons where you're going to be challenged or seasons where things are going to be easy or seasons where you just know this is it. And I just know 100% that this is it for me. Yeah. I will just keep going. I will do the hard things. I will take every Sunday to review the materials and look at my journal and my app and see is my water getting better every day? Are there things I can do? Am I, you know, am I increasing my exercise that little tiny bit? You know, I, I, I will read the science Saturdays to see how all of this comes together and how all of it works. And I will plot my course for the next, you know, for the week ahead. And I'll make sure that I have things in the house that support that and I'll look at my social calendar which is completely non-existent at the moment and I'll say okay I've got these things to work around Mm -hmm. how can I integrate them into my life so that one planned indulgence doesn't turn into a slippery slope of a week or two weeks or three weeks you know I'll keep checking myself before I wreck myself, as you say, because, you know, I'm nervous as all get out about this seven week time span, because I don't have a history of being great during those breaks, right? So for me, this group is about, I've been really good with all the things that I can do. This group for me, my biggest takeaway from this particular group is, okay, now I'm excited to meet these next seven weeks because I know that whatever happens, I'm going to be okay. And I'm going to come into the September group less than I left this group. That's my goal. And that has always been my plan, but I've never had a plan to make that happen. Yeah. I always say to myself, I'm not going to gain weight on the, uh, on the break. I'm not, but I do, I don't gain weight. My scale goes up, Yeah. but that's because I don't have a plan. I have a wish. I don't make a plan this time I've made and am making a plan. That's huge. I have non-negotiables that will be met every single day. And the indulgences that I do have planned, which are a couple just stupid ones, you know, like I want to get a Nashville pot chicken sandwich if my stomach will cooperate with me. Um, you know, little stupid things like that will be spaced out. This isn't a free for all. This isn't a seven week, you know, fiesta. Yeah. This is a break in what I do every day, but it's going to be the same, just slightly different dynamics. 
you know, and for the first time I'm going to, instead of following the food plan, I was just talking with Stacy the other day that I think I'm just going to do personalizing the plan because I feel confident that I can do it for the first time. I feel confident that I can make the decisions based on what my body needs versus what my mind thinks I need. Right. So good. I was That's just going to say set yourself up for success, right. To like get into yeah. that and to really start trusting yourself. That's even getting you further. So whatever happens, exactly. on the scale, just trusting yourself to do that is going to be mind blowing for yeah. you. Yeah. You? And I don't, I don't have to lose X number of pounds. I'm not putting any pressure like that on myself at all. I'm just, I, you know, I had this, you know, kind of come to Jesus moment that like, you can do this. You can, you can sit and you can eat your face off for seven weeks. And where, where is that going to get you? That gets you no closer to your goals. You can, you know, you can be sad about the fact that there's no lives in the morning, every morning. And, you know, like I love to check into the lives every morning, but you know what? I'm going to be okay without that. I can go back. I can listen to an old one if I need that encouragement or that, you know, excitement, but I'm okay. I'm just okay to have breakfast and then lunch and maybe a snack, you know, and then dinner, like nothing really has to change, even though it'll evolve. It doesn't have to change. I'm just going to do the things that I did this whole you know, three months, just a little bit differently. And I'm going to be successful at it. There's no room for, for, I'm not allowing for any other thought process in there. And I, I sat down and actually wrote out a plan and listed all my non-negotiables and things that will help me keep myself in check. And I think having that app keep moving and seeing your progress on the graph will be instrumental to me too, because I do not like, like I'll, I, I happily accept those little down tips but they're still not my friend, you know, (laughs) they're welcome to sit here for a day or two, but then they've got to move along. And so I think being able to see that graph go down, you know, I think the momentum, you know, that that allows is, is fabulous. Yeah. You know what you need. I think that's, that's the theme here for you. You know what you need and, and yeah, a therapist. I also need, (laughs) Hey, don't we all, don't, don't we like let's have a serious moment don't we all actually yes that is just as part of the program and the process as anything else in terms of maximizing your efforts for sure um, i'm happy that the app is with the app team has been working very hard to make the app to be able to be used in between groups ongoing after people have reached the weight loss goals i mean that was something that was really important to us um we do have to get going i'm going to ask you and then ask anna uh your words of advice for this week for personalizing the plan I think just literally like Anna said, and you, you guys were talking about, I was listening earlier, really just trust yourself and go with it and just experiment. Like there's still two weeks of personalizing the plan left, right? Yes. Yes. So even if you don't master it perfectly this week, you've got next week. And then you've got seven weeks after that, you know, depending on what your course is to perfect it. Right. And just don't, I think don't stress about it. You know, like life is short. Enjoy this. This is a privilege to be here. It is a privilege to be doing this program. That's never lost on me. Right. Like this is a fabulous program. It's easy to follow. Don't overcomplicate it, you know, just enjoy it and, and go with it. You know, the worst thing that can happen is you mess up a little bit and you're hungry by the time dinner comes around or, you know, like, okay, 
you know, it, it's going to be okay. Just relax and enjoy the ride. Good. Love sure. that. Love that. Anna, final words. Um, I think that what people need to do is yes, trust themselves, but also keep in mind your weight loss goals. Yeah. Keep in mind your goals. You know, this isn't a free for all. This is you you are, you should experiment just like sorry, my Kleenex, because you made me cry so much. Like Patty said, you know, definitely ex experiment, have fun with it, but also at the same time, keep weight loss. If that is your, you know, path, keep that in your mind, in the forefront of your mind, remember what we're doing here and trust that, you know, the information and maximize, maximize, maximize. Yeah. I will add, set your intentions, right? Know what yes. you're doing. Remind yourself you're doing this, set your intentions, check in midday, those end of day reflections, okay. keep yourself on point and on task. Remember that you are not done yet. Um, next week, we're going to be joined by Odette. Uh, she is the new manager for maintenance mindfulness group. We're going to do we're going to break down maintenance and next steps for everybody. Patty, thank you so much. Honestly, I would love to have you back. I think Anna, great idea to follow up. With thank Patty you guys. Yeah, like let's have you back next group yes. too. We can spill the yeah. tea, check in on you with where you're at. I would absolutely love that. Um, thank you yeah. again so much. Honestly, thank you guys. Thank you thank so you much for having me. me. And thanks for everybody for watching. Oh, definitely get hit, hit up those comments, girl. All right, this is the awkward part where I try to get us out here. Everyone say goodbye. One, two, three. Bye, everybody. Bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.